We're going to finish off our series that we've been talking about on the discipleship pathway. That we've been talking about worship, about the entry level, the, the, the growth level, and then the maturity level today. That on our discipleship pathway, remember, we've got seven different things that we believe that to be more like Jesus, to live, love, and go like Jesus, um, we need to do these things. We need to study God's Word. We need to pray. We need to connect with others. We need to worship and others. And so today, we're going to be finishing up our talk on worship. And so um, if we remember the first three, or the first two, sorry, um, go ahead and go to that next one there. That Remember, we talked about recognizing God's presence of just being aware of God's presence, of seeing Him in nature, seeing Him in the lives of others, and just seeing His hand at work in our world, to recognize God's presence, to pause, to be patient, to slow down. Then we talked about exploring God's presence through worship, through song, through prayer, through Bible study, through teaching, through listening, through participating in mission and sharing together. I mean, even what Jimmy was talking about, uh, you know, how many grilled cheeses can you flip? And you know somebody incredibly well, and that is part of worship. And the final step today is actually taking that next step of not just saying, okay, God, I see that you're here. Okay, God, now I want to know more about you, but God, I want to surrender to your presence in my life. So what does that mean? Because in, you know, in, in Scripture, it says that we're to take up our cross daily, right? And I actually heard this on a show this week. Uh, I don't remember what we were watching on Netflix. Um, but you know, somebody just goes, yeah, that's everybody's got a cross to bear, right? But that has this negative connotation, Right? That I've got this burden, I've just got this something that's going to saddle my shoulders, and I've just got a cross to bear, and just everybody's got one, so i got to just get on with life and move on with. That's not what it's talking about. When we take up our cross each and every day, we're surrendering to God's presence, to His will in our lives. And we think, well, that just kind of feels like, well, I just got to chip away at who I am so that I become more like God, right? And so if you think about a sculptor taking that, you know, massive piece of granite or marble or a tree, you know, a giant tree trunk, and they just start chipping away and you go, oh, dog, dog on it. I'm not supposed to, Jesus doesn't want me to say those words. And so we chip away at who we think we are and we try and make ourselves to be more like Christ, right? Or is that really what Scripture is talking about? Because in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says that we're not to be conformed to the pattern of this world, but we're to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And as I think about the words conform and transform, I think about conforming as like that chipping away process. That's kind of negative. Like it'd be trying to take a Nerf, um, like a Nerf soccer ball or something, basketball, and putting rubber bands on it so that it looks like something else. That's conforming or taking a knife to it and trying to make something else out of that. But when Jesus says that we're to be transformed, that is more like awakening something out of us. It's not whittling away and making us less than or different than. It's about transforming. It's about awakening something within us. The great, sculptor, the great sculptor, Rodin, even talked about that. That I am just a facilitator, he said. I am just here to reveal the beauty that is within this rock. That with one hit of the chisel and hammer, 
all of a sudden, the form that was already in the rock is there. That I'm just a revealer of the beauty inside. When we are transformed, we are letting God reveal the beauty that is within us. It's not about being conformed. I mean, being conformed to this world is where we're chipping away. We're chipping away at the identity of God in us to be more like the world. And God is saying, no, don't, don't be conformed to the world. Don't force your, the beauty of who you are into this preset form of what the world is. Because in Genesis chapter 1, whose image are we created in? Say it again. God. And who is God in human form? Jesus. And who are we to live, love, and go like? Jesus, the human expression of God in this place, right? So if we're to be more like Jesus and we're to be transformed into our original image, because it says we're not transformed by the changing of our mind or the, the uh, you know, initiating something new within us. No, it says renewed. We are transformed. We're renewed into the image that we were created in. So conforming is taking the image of God in us and chipping it away and smushing it and making it look like the world, which is unnatural. And being transformed by the renewing of our mind is like, remember the little toys you got as a kid, all of us older fellers and gals? Remember you had the tiny little stegosaurus and you put water on it and went, <laughs> right? That's what God does for us. When we pour Jesus into our lives, our lives just go, and we become more like Christ. That is the process of surrendering to his will, of letting God be the sculptor of our lives, saying, I'm just going to reveal the beauty that you have already been created in. Stop chipping away at yourself. Stop conforming, trying to be like whatever you see on TV or Instagram or TikTok or social media, Snapchat, whatever. Don't try and look like something else. Look like you because you've been made beautiful and perfect in his eyes. You are his image in us. So surrendering to God's presence is saying, okay, God, I see you. I see you in the mountains. Oh, I'm sorry. We lived in Colorado for 12 years. I still go there. Sorry. Um, I pretend they're to the west. Every time I look out my door, there's mountains to the west. Um, but I see you in the trees, Lord. When I see the hawk sitting on the top of a telephone pole driving down 37, I'm reminded of God's power. When I see the love in the eyes of family and friends and, and I see someone serving or acting or speaking about Jesus, I'm reminded of God in those around us and I recognize God. And then I explore him and I study and I pray and I worship and I sing and I just spend time in God's presence. But do we finally get to the point of saying, God, reveal your image in me. I don't want to just see you. I don't want to just know you. I want to be like you. And so when we say here at New Hope that we want to be Jesus in every corner of our world, to live, love, and go like Jesus, that means God transform us in the renewing of our mind, that we surrender to you, that we take up our cross each and every day, not as a burden, but as a joy. Because God is taking that cross, he's taking his sacrifice, and he's using it to renew our minds to get rid of the junk of this world, the sin, all of that junk. He gets rid of it and renews us, transforms us into his image. So I hope that you will stay on this journey of worship. 
Because it's not this... I mean, we get, we get comments on YouTube quite often. Randy and Zach's sermons get snipped down, and you probably see them on Facebook and Instagram, right? We get comments all the time of people like, would you really want to serve a God like that? God is not asking us to chip away, modify, to become somebody that we don't feel like we are today. He's asking us to give him permission to reveal the beauty of his image in us. Let's sing. Thanks for tuning in to the New Hope Church podcast. If you would do us a favor and like or subscribe on your favorite platform, we would really appreciate it. Also, if you happen to have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at questions at becomehope.com. Have a great week and know that we are praying for you as you seek to be Jesus in every corner of your world.